What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. It's your boy, B Mark. And on today's episode of Pod Chats, my midget business partner is not with me because he's on an adventure with uh with Frodo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. The ring got lost again, and he had to go in the mountains and go find it. So he's not here, but it's okay. He'll be back, hopefully, as long as he doesn't get killed by Mordor or whatever, whatever they do over there. Um, no, on the real though, we're moving the gym. So we're rebranding Iron Energy Gym right now to Aesthetic Nation. And Cole and I are in this phase of our business. We're like, both of our businesses are booming right now. Pete Denomination is crushing. Iron Energy Gym is crushing. And so we decided we're going to divide and conquer. So today I'm actually flying to Burbank, California for like a one-day business trip where I'm going to be planning out all of the marketing calendar for 2024 for PT Dom, which I'm super excited. We're going to plan out the, when our events are going to be. We're going to plan out when our masterclasses are going to be. We're going to plan out all the things for PT Dom. And Cole is staying and he's moving around all the equipment in the gym right now to give it more feng shui. We're painting the walls. We're getting a new mural up and we're going to be getting our new sign up within the next couple of weeks. Also, side note, Iron Energy Gym, we are building Aesthetic Nation Gym, which is going to be the best gym in Canada. I'm going to call it now. We currently have steel dumbbells on the way that are all the way from five to 150 pounds. They're all going to have Aesthetic Nation logos on it. So we're super excited. So that's why Cole's not here. And it's going to be solo a B mark on today's episode. So this is Pod Chats. If you're new to the podcast, this is where my clients come up and ask me questions. If you're not in the Change Jobs Academy, you must be crazy because it's lit over here. And so my clients that are coming up, I have an ask. I want you guys to share a win and then ask a question. So without further ado, let's bring up some clients. And first up, we got Sammy number one. Because we got lots of Sammy. So you're Sammy number one. Yeah, I'm Sammy with two M's because mm. I think the other Sammys have one. I already shared my win. It was that I was able to be present with my family on Christmas and, you know, spend some time like away from my biz and not be super worried about it because I have a hard time shutting my brain off. So I was mm. super grateful with everything going on with like my family. I was able to just have some time with them. So um, that's my win. My also, I wanted to say, Brian, I went to Iron Energy this past September with my fiance and we thought it was like the coolest gym ever. We have like nothing really that cool in Calgary. So anyways, if it's already cool, I can't wait to see like how much cooler it's going to be when you guys brand it. So yeah, it was really, really great atmosphere. We loved it. So anyways, I'm feeling a little nervous right now to talk because I don't really have a question. I just wanted to share kind of something that I've been struggling with this month. And get your advice and kind of just see where your head's at and what I can do to kind of improve this. But obviously last month, I hit $10,000 a month in my business, which was like incredible, super amazing, like obviously the goal. And I felt super happy and excited about that. This month, long story short, not going to hit $10,000 a month again this month. And I'm having a hard time. Like, I guess I don't, I don't really know how to explain this. Like I'm struggling because I felt the most self-doubt I think I have this entire time of being an online coach this month. And the reason why is because like I hit my goal $10,000 a month. I was like, okay, I just have to do exactly what I just did this past month to do it again. No big deal. Like it's not as hard as I was like thinking it was going to be. So that was cool. And then this month I'm still doing everything I think I should be doing, but the numbers aren't aligning And I'm having, like, I know it's not all about the numbers and I'm trying to like rewire my brain into thinking like, not every month is going to be perfect. Not every month is going to be exactly the same. So I just am really struggling because I feel like I'm at a bit of a standstill right now with my business because, you know, and then 
thinking like, oh, was last month just a fluke? Was it just luck? Like I got a lot of inbound clients last month, just like filling out my applications, which is great. But then now I'm like, okay, now I have to just actually do some more of the hard work, which is the outreach, which I'm really struggling with because I've like gone through all my followers. I've sent out all these DMs and then my social media right now is, is kind of just like here and it's not really growing. So I've been on content audits, like got cold to audit my content, kind of see what I can improve on there in order to just like get more eyes on my profile, because I feel like it's the same people liking and engaging in my stuff. So I feel like stuck a little bit and just a lot of self doubt and kind of like having a hard time accepting the fact that last month I like worked hard for the $10,000 a month and it wasn't just luck. I don't know if that makes sense. And like saying it out loud sounds really like silly, but I just wanted to come up and like show my face and say hi. Cool. So this is a great question. How many of you guys struggle with that? Where you like hit a record high month and you're like, it's amazing. So good. I'm a rock star. I'm going to do that every month. And every month is going to grow in my business. And I feel fucking incredible and unstoppable. How many of you guys feel like that? Raise your hand. Yeah. So I want you to know that you're not alone. This is literally the entrepreneurial journey. Before we talk about the entrepreneurial journey, Sammy, let's talk about when you're not an entrepreneur, okay? When you're not an entrepreneur, you work nine to five for somebody else. And when you're working nine to five for somebody else, here's what happens is your business literally stays the exact same. The amount of money that you make stays the exact same. It doesn't grow at all. You're just kind of like in this place where you're making $25, $35 an hour. Your business never really grows. But, and even though that's shitty and all of us got out of that because we don't like it, it's secure and it's safe. Mm -hmm. And it feels like, it feels like, okay, I know for sure how much money I'm going to make. And so like that, like security is like, okay, like, and at least I know for sure I'm going to make $3,000 a month. So for those of you guys that are listening to the podcast, I started screen sharing and I'm showing our clients a graph. And this is a random fucking graph. I chose any stock graph. And I wanted to illustrate this graph because I wanted to show you how a stock grows. A stock grows by going up and down. And up and down, and up and down, up and down, up and down, and up and down, and up and down. But what we're looking for is we're looking for upward trends or downward trends. Uh, so Sammy, last month you made ten thousand dollars. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so let's let's play a game. Um, so last month was ten k. Sammy, mm-hmm. Sammy equals ten k last month. Month before, I did seven. Before seven k. Month before. Month before was six. Six k. Month before. And then five. Okay, month before? Three. Three. Month before? Like zero. Zero. Month before? Uh, this would have been when I was working my real job. So zero. I was making like, you know, $8,000 a month. Okay, that's, we're talking about online coaching. So this hey, is, yeah. we're talking about your growth for online coaching. So yeah. if I were to graph this, do you see that there's an uptrend? Yeah. Right. And so even, even though you might not make as much, by the way, you might not make as much, there's still fucking four days left. I'm just saying, um, they, but everybody write this in the fucking comments, please. The month isn't over until it's the first of the next month. So many of us do this. And Sammy, you're not the only one, the million dollar mastermind students do this. And I'm like, guys, like they'll, they'll message, they'll post on the 29th and they're like, I only made 15 K this month. I'm so I'm like, it's fucking the 29th. There's still two more days. It's the 27th. Mm-hmm. You got more time. So first things first is understanding the mindset that Sammy, if I were to put your business growth on a graph, we would clearly see that there's a fucking massive uptrend. Okay. Yeah. Now, everybody writes in the comments, new levels bring you devils. Sammy, you just hit another level, right? And you're on my coaching business and the new level yeah. $10,000 a month. 
And the first thing that happens, and Mel, you were at my fucking speech. The first thing that happens when we hit $10,000 a month is we get scared and we're like, I need to keep this. Fuck, I just need to like, if I just keep this, if I just like hold this $10,000 a month, I'll be fine. And then we go even a little bit below 10K. Let's say we're at seven or 6K. We're like, oh my God, my fucking business is going to implode. It's going to implode. It's not going to fucking work. But let's be honest. Let's talk about a fat loss journey. Fat loss journey. Is it linear or non-linear? Non-linear. Non-linear. Just like your business is either, it's not going to be straight up or straight down. It's either, it's like, it's non-linear. Here's what I will say, Sammy. Number one is you need to embody the disciplines that lead to business growth. Discipline number one, showing up to these fucking coaching calls. I know for a fact, if you keep showing up to these coaching calls, your business is going to grow. It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. Cole and I are growing and we can give you the mindset of growth. So number one is showing up to coaching calls. Number two, posting on social media on a regular basis. You're already doing that. Number three, auditing your content and seeing what you can do better, seeing how you can improve. You're already doing that. Four, sending out a certain amount of DMs per day, every day. You're already doing that. Five, working on your mindset on a daily fucking basis. Are you doing that? Yes. So if you are doing all of the fucking things that lead to business growth and business success, you need mm -hmm. to understand that you are doing everything right. And business isn't always going to be linear. Right. It's not yeah. Always linear. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I know. I needed to hear you say that. I, I know it in my head. And like, I don't know, everyone I've talked to, it says the same thing. It's like, you need to give the same, like, I don't know, mindset to yourself that you would give to any of your clients. Because if one of my clients came to me and was like, I'm frustrated because I'm not seeing results or I like did super good last month and then I'm not doing well this month, I would tell them the exact same thing. So it's like listening to my own advice and knowing that that's the answer. But I, I think I was just like throwing myself a pity party this month because I saw that upward trend. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, we're taking a bit of a dip here. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Because I felt like I was just beating my head against the wall. I'm like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, but it's like not working. Do you want to know what I do when my business dips? Mm -hmm. I'll give you my mindset. When my business dips or when like my, my income isn't as high as I want it to be or whatever, the first thing I do is I over deliver to my fucking clients. Because here's what we do, right? When we're like, we're trying to grow our income. We're trying to like get more clients. We're trying to like grow our audience. We're trying to grow on social media. We get so fucking focused on lead gen, outbound DMs, like signing more clients, booking more calls. You have $10,000 worth of fucking revenue sitting right here. Clients love the shit out of you. They paid you $10,000. So if your business, there's two ways your business can grow. Everybody write this in the chat, outwards or inwards. Outwards means your social media following is growing. People are booking calls. You're getting applications. Inbound leads are coming in. It's fucking wild. Those are fun, right? We all like when that happens. It's fucking a great time. Now, if for whatever reason, and it's just a season of business, right? Like all of us had a crazy November because November was Black Friday month and in Black Friday month, Cyber Monday month, that's usually when we have a crazy fucking month. This is the season where like, let's focus on delivering a fuckload of value to our clients. Let's focus on showcasing our best clients on our social media right now. And let's make sure that our clients feel how much we care because then when their homies are looking for a trainer on January 1st, your client's going to be like, you have to hire Sammy. She's the best. Mm -hmm. She's the mm -hmm. fucking best. So like whenever my business isn't growing outwardly, my followers are growing, my social media is not growing, I'm not getting the inbound leads. I literally shift all of my focus to delivering, over delivering to my clients because I know that like through that service, there's going to come more opportunities. So two things. One you're a normal human experiencing normal emotions because this is like your first time in entrepreneurship. It's no longer stable. There's like insecurity. My question for you, Sammy, is who are you when things aren't going your way? That's when I, it counts. Yeah. I mean, I would like to stay the same. Can you keep the same optimistic attitude when things are going your way? Can you catch those negative thoughts before they spiral? 
Mm-hmm. And you shift your mindset into gratitude. Can you find a way to show up and over deliver to your clients with so much energy and enthusiasm? They literally send you DMs being like, fuck, like, thank you. I needed that. Yeah, I love that. I think I, I'm, that's something I'm working on for sure. Cause I am very here all the time, like super outgoing, super bubbly, super like gratitude affirmations. Like, you know, what you put out into the universe is like what you get back. And I'm a big believer of that. But then when, yeah, things maybe start to not go the way that I want them to, I'm like doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm being grateful. Like, and it's just not giving it back to me right now, but it it's just about being patient and knowing that it's not going to be like this the whole time. It's going to be like that. And that's okay. And that's normal. The seeds that you plant right now are going to be the trees that you reap in January. Right. right. And I know that's, I'm doing that work right now too, because I have been like very active on testimonials like I was on the call the master class last night about like all the things you need to do in right now to prep yourself for January and I'm like doing all the things so I know it's gonna come it's just a matter of like yeah just being patient trust so, in the process you. the month isn't over trust in the process over deliver to your clients and you're mm-hmm. a fucking human everybody experiences this thank you that is helpful I appreciate it got you Mike what up King my win was I got a deposit today of one of my phone calls I still have five more phone calls today I was with you yesterday on Masterclass, and obviously I mentioned that November I was in the hospital. It was my highest paid month, almost my 8K. At the end of the month, I was like shocked I made that much, and I was overwhelmed. So I told myself, like, I'm coming home in December. If I make 5K in December because of transition, I'd be happy. Right now, I'm sitting at two. I have six phone calls today. I had two yesterday. I renewed another client yesterday for another four months. But obviously, with the boxing week, people are picking the monthly option as of right now for some strange reason. But I have a hard time, like, after Christmas, I'm lost. I feel the last few days, I have no schedule. I have no routine. Even when I came home with my son and wife, I'm all over the place. Because obviously, we're trying to work together. If he cries, if he has to be bottle fed, I help the wife, obviously. And I have no schedule. I have no routine. My morning routine doesn't exist at the moment. And like right now, like I went to the gym. I have no morning routine right now. I came home. I'm like, well, I want to make my garage my office because in the house, there's no really no office for me because like I'm downstairs. The baby's downstairs. The wife's downstairs. So it's just, it's too much for me to actually focus on the work. With that, obviously I like I'm lost. And now with like, Boxing week sale. I have phone calls booked. I want to work on my content and make it better and improve on it. And now, like all the plans that I had had, I I feel like I can't do it. Like I'm struggling to figure out how to get it done. With like tomorrow, I have to go to the hospital for another appointment. And like I want to get all this specific stuff done to make myself like January first. I'm ready. I'm focused. I'm ready to go. But it's like I have to dedicate one full day of. Nothing to do with business and get everything done and getting organized. And so January 1st, I'm focused. Mm-hmm. So two things. One, waiting until January 1st to get focused or like hoping to be focused on January 1st is setting yourself up for failure. And I'll tell you why. Because let's just say more shit happens in the next few days. I know that you fucking hated to hear that. I'm sorry. Let's just say more shit happens in the next few days and you're not able to be focused on January 1st, and you spent all this time prepared to be focused for January 1st, and it doesn't happen, you're going to feel even more lost. And then you're going to be like, fuck this. So just want to squash that mindset. That's number one. Number two, I'm going to flip this question back to you. What needs to get done every day in order for your business to grow? 
the non-negotiable. So I was in the hospital in November. I was posting daily. I was messaging 30 people every single day, adding at least 30 people a day. And I was doing a morning routine. And that was while I was in the hospital 24-7 and I made almost $8,000. I was, my mind was blown. Okay, pause. So why can't you do that right now? Because my mindset is not there. I feel when I have... Oh, 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 oh. honest. Pause there for one second. You got a newborn. What's their name? Huxton. Huxton? Huxton. Huxton. Got it. So I want you to go fucking look in your newborn's eyes after this call. And I want you to imagine the car that he wants to drive, the house that he wants to live in, the life that you want to provide for him. And I want you to look him in his fucking eyes. And I want you to be like, Huxton, daddy can't post on social media today because I just don't have the mindset for that. Daddy can't send out messages because I just like, you know, my mindset just isn't there. I just can't do it today. Sorry, buddy. So you're going to have to live in a fucking apartment. And I'm going to have to buy you a 1986 fucking beat up Toyota Corolla. And we're going to get hand-me-down clothes because daddy just doesn't have the fucking mindset to post on social media. All right. Get it? So that's number one. Okay. Number two is I understand. Okay. I get it. Because this conversation that we're having, Mike, is the same conversation that a lot of trainers struggle with when they go on vacation. It's like they go on vacation. They're like, all of a sudden, their routine's all fucked. It's like all over the place. And it's like hard to get focused and know what to focus on. So we need to simplify the business, all right? The business is very simple when you break it down. Post content every day, send out 20 to 30 messages, add friends, do a morning ritual. It's really simple. We overcomplicate it when we try to do more things. And we're like, but I want to do this. And I want to do this. And I want to do this. And I want to do this. There's a season for that, Mike. Right now is not that season. When your son's routine's a little bit more stable and you don't feel like you're fucking running around with the chicken with your head cut off, that's the season for that. So my, my ask of you is that I want you to commit to the non-negotiables and I want to simplify everything. So content, messages, adding friends, that's number one. Number two, with your morning ritual, I want it to be less than 30 minutes. And I don't want to use it as a morning ritual. I want it to be a daily mindset practice because sometimes your son might wake you up screaming at fucking five o'clock in the morning and now your morning ritual is out the window. And I don't want you to feel like you're fucked now because after you're done dealing with your crying son, then you're like, okay, I have a 30 minute practice that I do every fucking day and I don't miss because I'm not going to give my kid hand-me-down fucking clothes and then you just do it. Get it? Yep. Last thing I'll say is the only other thing that I want to add to your routine that will help is I want you to uh, place a lot of importance on those role plays because right now you have six calls today. And if you close every single one of them, you're at another $8,000 a month. But the only way you're going to do that is by making sure your sales skills are on point. So who wants to role play with Mike? Say me in the chat. See, they got some motherfuckers with their hands up. You can book sales calls. You can book role plays. Also, okay. you can get on pod chats. You can fucking do role plays. Yep. Okay. Last thing I'll say, because I want to give you more value, is you said that people usually go for the monthly. So how do you pitch? So we the pricing part of the pitch. So right now, my elite fitness program is 16 weeks long with a boxing week sale. It is 30% off and it breaks down to $700 paid in full. We're going to do the monthly option at $300 for four months. Which options do you prefer? Yeah. So my elite fitness program is 16 weeks long. With a boxing week sale, it's 30% off, which comes to $700 paid in full or $300 a month for four months. They're actually saving 40% if you do like, because think about it like this, 300 times four months is $1,200, correct? Yep. So if they do the paid in full, they're going to save 40% on that offer. Yes. My as I guess like my 30% off is off my paid in full because it's usually $1,000 for 16 weeks paid in full. 
They don't care about that. So you, you, and it doesn't, well, it doesn't matter because if they go for the paid and full option, they're going to save themselves $600. So here's how I position it. Okay. So, so I've got 16 week transformation program. It starts on January 1st. My goal is to help you lose 20 pounds in the next 16 weeks. Now, Mike, there's two different options to enroll. Option number one is you can take advantage of the boxing day sale, which will actually save you $500. It's going to be 700 for 16 weeks. Or option number two, if you want to do the monthly, that's totally cool. It's $300 per month. Which option works best for you? Get it? Yeah. When I did the Black Friday sale, all my I made the almost $8,000 on all paid in full. Yeah, I would just emphasize, emphasize the amount of money that they're going to save. If you want to take advantage of the Boxing Day offer, here's how it works. So you're actually going to save $500. So it's only $700 for 16 weeks. Or if you wanted to do the monthly, it's $300 per month. Which option works best for you? So whatever one okay. you sell, you just need to make it sound super sexy. Cole does this to me all the fucking time. I want to tell you guys a funny story. So Cole's in the gym moving equipment right now. And he calls me and he's like, bro, I got, can I have two minutes of your time? He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, this fucking seated tricep extension. He's like, I want to get rid of it. I'm like, I use that. He's like, okay, but hear me out. Okay. So there's two different options. Option number one is we can leave this fucking ugly seated tricep machine on the floor and just like make it fucking, you know, just take up space, whatever. Or option number two, we can clean it up, give way more space. The gym's going to have a lot more feng shui and we can put it right next to the easy bar curls. Which option works best for you? And I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. I'm like, I use that machine. Leave it there. He's like, all right. So like whatever option you want them to take advantage of, you need to make it sound sexy. I got you. Cool. Helpful? Yep. All right. Thank you. All right. You've got four more days, motherfucker. Go make 5K. All right. Peace. What's up, Arthur? Hey, Brian. Appreciate it. A lot of good takeaways already. Um, I had another question, but... The, the um some of the things you said to Sammy got me thinking like I'm pretty new to coaching still I've been at it for about four months and so far all my clients have been really happy but I sometimes wonder if there's more that I could be doing for them so when you mentioned like over deliver to your current clients I'm wondering if you might have some suggestions on how to over deliver love that that was a great question I'm glad you asked when I was an online coach and I wanted to over deliver to my clients I would I like to simplify things so so everybody writes in the chat, time and intention. I would go for a 45 minute long walk and I'd spend time looking at each one of my clients' trainer eyes. So I literally, I just get steps in and I'd look at their trainer eyes and I would grab their photo when they first started and they photo where, they, where they're at now. And I would send them that photo. And I'd be like, yo, Arthur, I just wanted to send through a personal voice now, brother, because I know it's the holidays and you just got off Christmas and I just want to send you a message just letting you know how proud I am of you. You've been with me now for the last... 16 weeks. And in the last 16 weeks, you've lost 15 pounds. And I just want you to know that I see you and I believe in you. I'm super fucking proud of you. And uh, let's keep this thing going, brother, because 2024 is going to be amazing for us. I'm so fucking proud of you. Just let them know that you see them, right? Let them know that you see them. How can you over deliver to your clients? It's how you show up for your calls. Like I do not show up. Like you guys see this, even when I was on contest prep, when I was literally fucking dying, 1500 calories before my calls, I would literally be walking around my house being like, I'm going to have a great call with my fucking clients. Like, it's going to be amazing. Like, I'm getting myself amped up. Like, I'm getting myself in a positive fucking state so that when I give to my clients, I'm in the best possible place. When I'm doing my check-ins with my clients, I make sure that I'm in a good mood. I got coffee. I got good music. And I'm fucking energized and paying attention to their check-ins. It's like, sometimes I feel like what we'll do is we'll spend so much time on our content and our legion and our sales calls and we'll want to make that better. But then when we're doing our check-ins, we're just rushing through them. So it's like, sitting down, being super intentional with every single check-in, spending the time to make sure you let your clients know that you see them. If you're going through Facebook community, actually answering questions in depth, going into their trainer eyes. If they hit a PR, you're noticing that and you're like, hey, Arthur, 
I saw that you fucking hit a PR on bench, bro. Good shit. Like those, like those little details, you guys, is how you go above and beyond. Like that's what's going to make the difference between you and another online coach is you actually pay attention to the details. So I think time and intention, bro, and, and just showing them that like, not only are you paying attention, but you actually care about their goals goes a really, really long way. Awesome. I just did my first 14 day challenge and I, I made it my intention to do exactly that. Like just give praise and approval often and everyone super appreciated that. So I'm just going to continue doing that. Cool. That's going to separate you, bro. That over the course of six months is going to cause clients to renew, upgrade, continue, refer their friends. Like that's like, I talked about this in a previous podcast, like one of my first podcasts. I truly do think the only thing you ever need to grow a business is five clients, period. Because if you have, if you get five clients and you over deliver and you actually change their fucking life to the point where like, it's never the same again. Like they understand training nutrition on a deep fucking level. They understand how much you care about them. Not only will their transformation serve as the next like marketing materials for your coaching business, but they're going to refer their friends and friends and family to you because your shit's so good. Like they can't stop talking about you. So if you've got your first round of clients, bro, just over deliver to those clients and make sure that they like, they feel like the service is so valuable that they never want to leave. And when you get to that place, like you're like, your business will grow on repeat, you know, even if your social media isn't growing, even if you get 200, 300 views on your videos, who knows Austin Prechtel, raise your hand. So Austin Prechtel is in the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go to Austin's Instagram. Austin's Instagram will get between 50 to 300 views on all of his videos. Austin makes $50,000 a month because he over delivers to his fucking clients. And so when people come into his program, they don't leave. They refer their friends. They tell their friends, like, that's how it grows, bro. So just over deliver, care about your clients. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for coming out, bro. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Mel? Hey, how are you? Fantastic. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Hey, um, I am really struggling at the moment with my clients uh, who aren't sticking like to the program. So like no matter what I do to try and provide value, they're not following it properly. And now I am at a stage where a lot of like quite a few clients are about to drop off. How do I, I mean, like it's got me in a stage where I kind of think I'm not providing enough, but then again, yeah, I don't know. I'm just struggling with the mindset around that. Okay. So first, I love this question because I feel like a lot of trainers struggle with this. I want everyone to write this in the comments. An isolated incident doesn't indicate a major issue. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I just want to say that like, are you tracking the amount of clients that you have and the amount of clients that check in on a regular basis? I don't have any formal spreadsheet. No, that's okay. So that's okay. I'm not giving you shit, but that would be step one. Yeah. Because unless we track this information, you guys, it's impossible to know if our program is good or not. So Mel, mm -hmm. step number one is to track. Step number one is to track. And you don't need a spreadsheet. I'm going to give you a simple system because I fucking hate spreadsheets. I'd rather jump off a bridge than create one myself. But yeah. I do believe in tracking. And so here's how I would track if I was an online coach. Mel, if you have 15 clients and nine of them check in, you've got a fucking pretty good program, right? So it's like understanding how many of your clients out of 15 are actually checking into the program. Because if you've got, let's say Justin's taking a picture. What's up, Justin? I see you, dog. So if you've got 15 clients, but two of them are checking in, we got a fucking problem and we need to go in and we need to fix that, right? 
And now, so like, then there's different issues. If we've got 15 clients and only two of them are checking in, then we need to ask ourselves, what's wrong with our check-in process? Is it that we're not sending the forms on time? Is it that we're not reminding the clients to check in in the morning? Is it that we're not following up with clients when the check-ins are late? Like that might be a different problem that we need to solve. If you have 15 clients and 11 of them check in, but nine of them are not compliant, then we need to go in and see like, okay, why are nine people not compliant? Is it something that's wrong with the onboarding? Maybe in the onboarding, we don't make it clear that like compliance is a part of the fucking program. Is it something wrong with the communication back and forth of the client? Maybe when the client sends us a message, we don't respond on time. So they don't feel seen by us. So they don't give a fuck if they follow it. Is it that we're not barking enough? Maybe when a client submits a six out of 10 on their meal plan, we're like, it's okay, you did a great job. And we're not holding them to the fucking line. So they feel like they can just get away with whatever the fuck they want. But I don't actually know how to coach you because we need to track first. So here's, I'm going to give you exactly what to do. So step number one would be to track. Okay, so go into the last four weeks of check-ins, Mel, and ask yourself, let's do the last two weeks because you might assign some clients in the last four. In the last two weeks, Mel, how many clients do you have? How many of those clients checked in? That's step number one. Step number two is you're going to, this is a good system for all of you guys. Step number two is you're going to categorize the clients that checked in based on three different things. They're either green light, yellow light, or red light. A green light client is defined as somebody who checked in, was compliant, is crushing it. A yellow light client is somebody that checked in. They're kind of doing okay, kind of not doing okay. They're kind of like, they're just there. And a red light client is somebody that's checked in. They're not following the program. They're not getting results or they didn't check in at all. And then posting the CLA. And then you can be like, like Brian told me to go into my check-ins and check how many clients checked in. So I have 15 clients, 11 of them checked in, in the last week. Out of the 11 that checked in, seven of them are green light, three of them are yellow light, and I've got seven red light clients. So like, what do you guys think I should do to get more clients to check in? Okay. So it's like, once we actually know what the actual problem is, then we can address the problem. But I think that a big struggle that a lot of us get into sometimes, and we do this with sales calls too. You guys will get one or two no's on sales calls and you're like, oh, nobody's fucking buying. It's like, okay, in the last 10 calls, how many people bought? Okay, six out of 10 people bought in the last 10 calls. You got two no's in a row. So it feels like nobody's buying. But instead of, we don't want to make business decisions based on our feelings. Like, I feel like my clients aren't following the program. I feel like my clients are dropping off. We want to actually look at the numbers and then we can make a decision on like how we can approach the problem. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes good sense. Yep. I'll do that today then. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're a great coach. You're doing a good job. Give yourself more credit. What's up, Mel? With the Christmas background? I know now I put it on there and forgot to take it off. It's no longer Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It looks good. Thank you. So I have a question for you about, so I want to eventually start a podcast, but I don't think I'm ready. I want to, you know, have, be much more intentional about it, plan out, you know, several weeks before I start it. But I also want to, like, I enjoyed being on your podcast that same week. I was on another podcast for one of my clients, who's a real estate agent who brought me on just to talk about women's health, which was awesome. And I really enjoyed that. So I want to like be a guest on other people's podcasts before I start my own and get a little more comfortable with that too. So what do you suggest I do to like reach out to people and let them know that like I have this experience, have this following, have this network and want to be on their podcast? Love that question. So first things first is I'm just going to preface this by being honest and let you guys know that I do zero guesting on other people's podcasts because I spent all my time building my own platform. That being said, I will tell you 
now that I've like established a platform and I'm reaching out to different people, I'll tell you how I do it, Mel, because like I'm getting on Ryan Pineda's podcast and this is how I did it. It is I utilized the events that I went to and the relationships that I had. And I built relationships with the people that were at the events and I asked to get on their podcast. So what event did you just attend? You mean yours? Yeah. What event was it? The mansion mastermind. Exactly. And out of those people in the magic mastermind, do you know who has a podcast? Yes. That would be a step one being like, Hey, what's up? I know you have a podcast and I would love to be a guest in your podcast. And I could talk to, I could speak on, you know, being fit, uh, fit over 40, because I know that a lot of women, I feel like sometimes use age as an excuse. And I would love to talk about my experience and like, we could just go back and forth. And I would love to create some value for your audience, create some value for my audience. And maybe we'll create some good dope content out of it. Okay. So it's probably a limited belief of mine that I was always like, well, like if it's the same type of market, they're not going to want me on because I'm competition. So maybe. do I go for- Maybe, but you, like that's that would be a them problem. Mm-hmm. You, millionaire, have an abundance mindset and there's literally fucking leads on this planet for everybody. And that's how you approach that conversation. Like there's literally leads on this planet for fucking everybody. And so when I come on your podcast, what I would love to do is when I go on your podcast, I will share a link to your podcast to my audience and I'll share it to my girls so that my girls can start following your podcast. That way, obviously we get to talk to your audience and we'll get to talk to my audience because I'll make sure that I share that episode out with my girls. My girls can get to know you a little bit more. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's how it starts. And then anytime that you meet somebody on social media or you find somebody that has a podcast or you come across them on social media, you want to send them a message that gives them value. So if somebody were to get up, wanted to get on my podcast, it would be very hard to get on my fucking podcast. I say no to pretty much fucking everybody unless you're my client. But if somebody wanted to get on my podcast, the clients that have gotten on my podcast have been like, yo, motherfucker, I listen to every single one of your episodes and I've been a fan for a long time. And I want to get in your fucking podcast. So what do I got to do to get on? Like, like set me up, dog. Like those are the people that I like get on. If somebody sends me a DM and says like, I would love to be on your podcast. And this is like, I just don't do that. I have to know that you're listening to my shit before I'll bring you on. Does that make sense? So once yeah. you find somebody that has a podcast that you want to get on, consume their content, listen to their content, show them that you listen to their content. Like when I approached Ryan Pineda, I told him, I was like, I've been following your content for the last three years. I actually dyed my hair fucking blonde because of you. I'm like, and I was like, I would love to get on your podcast because I think that I know a lot about social media and growing a business. And I think it'd be cool for us to jam about the fact that I dyed my fucking hair blonde because I listen to you. He's like, done, let's do it. So it's like, I showed him that I was listening to him. And then that's what led to that relationship that led to the podcast. But I would start with you, with people that you already know that have a podcast. And I would approach it with an abundance mindset. Like I bring a lot of value. I have a big audience. I have a lot of clients and I'll share your podcast with my clients so that, you know, we both benefit from this relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. Super helpful. Thank you. Cool. I'm excited to hear you on more podcasts. Thanks. What's up, Lindsay? Hi, Mark. First, I want to congratulate you and call on the rebrand from the gym. Very fucking awesome. Very excited. <laughs> Very cool. So my win is that I hit 20 clients in two months of launching my business. And I live in Holland, which is a very small country. Yeah. And I'm Dutch there. So pretty cool. How does that feel? Really fucking amazing. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you so much. All thanks to you guys, obviously. There's another European in here. Simone, where are you from again? Germany. Germany. Oh, nice neighbors. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Very cool. So I don't have a question on the course yet because I first want to implement everything before I ask questions. But can you say that again? (laughs) All my clients say it one more time. 
I first want to implement everything before I ask questions. Let's fucking go. Okay, keep going. But my only question is, is that I really struggle with relaxing. So when I spend time with family or friends, I still always think about work, my business, and I almost would rather put the work in than chill with my family, which kind of sounds awful, but it's like, I want to, I'm still very busy in my mind. When I'm relaxing, like, oh, yeah, you have to do this, you have to do this. And then I would rather do it. Otherwise, I'll I'll forget about it or anything. But how do I kind of deal with that kind of stuff? So first things first is you're talking about obsession. And obsession, I'm going to go against the conditional advice and let you know that obsession is a good thing. Because obsession is what breaks you to the next level. Like obsession, like that, like that meant if you, who here feels like they can't turn their fucking brain off when their business is done? Who here feels like that? See, society will tell you that that's not normal. And as somebody that is very successful, I will tell you that that is one of the things that's led to our success is obsession. I'm fucking absolutely ridiculously obsessed with the business. That being said, I still like my wife. I love my wife. I also love fitness and I want to have friends. So I'll tell you how I navigate the obsession. And first things first is like, don't downplay your obsession or like think it's a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. It's a superpower. Some of the practical tools that I do that help me with my obsession is number one is do you keep a google calendar Lindsay? oh yes i'm very organized <laughs> so if you keep a google calendar here's what i will say is be super intentional with the time that you're working and be just as intentional with your time off and the reason i'm going to say that to you is because i have personally worked myself into burnout two or three times and i know that cole says Cole's like, I don't believe in burnout. I have burnt out to the point where like, I had to fire every single fitness client that I was working with because I was so tapped out. I couldn't even look at my fucking phone. I was running PT domination and aesthetic nation. And I just had no idea how to do either. And I was going through a breakup and I was like, fuck everything I'm out. So that being said, be super intentional with the time that you're at work and treat your time off with just as much intention. Because I feel like as entrepreneurs, what we'll do is we're like, we schedule in our sales calls, we schedule in our team meetings, we schedule in our fucking lead generation. But then when it comes to time with our partner, we give them whatever time's left. How many of you guys have done that or are doing that right now? So I'm very fucking intentional with my time. And I still like make mistakes. I'm not a perfect person. Once a week, I have a date night with Kirsten where we're not allowed to look at our fucking phones, period. On Saturdays, we basically have like an agreement. It's either like we're looking at our phones or we're not looking at our phones. But like we make that agreement. And like once that agreement is made, if any one of us is fucking breaking the agreement, we're like, hey, like, no, no. So we're super intentional. Another thing that I think you might find useful is if you have a lot, a very active brain that likes to work all the time, I keep a note that I call most important tasks, Lindsay. And instead of doing the work right away, if I'm like, if I'm like out and about and I'm driving and I'm like, I realize I forgot to do something I'm like, fuck, I'll like take on my phone. I'll write down the note on my most important tasks. And then I'll like, leave it alone for me to approach when I come back to work. When you're working, set timers when you're at work and be intentional with the timer. And then when you're done with the task, move on to the next task. And when you're done with your workday, actually turn your fucking phone off and be like, focus on the task at hand. Because I can promise you, like from somebody that's made a lot of money, making more money will not help with that obsession. It won't. Because you're going to make more money. And then when you make more money, you're going to hire more team members. And when you hire more team members so that you can make more money, now you're not only thinking about the business, but you're also thinking about your team members. And now you're thinking about all the things you could be doing if you expand your team. So it's like the obsession doesn't go away ever. So learn how to. Like this is the, this is the saying that comes to mind. Your mind is a tool and when you need to use it, use it. And when you're not using it, lay it to rest. Don't let your mind use you. And if you find your obsession is like 
causing you to work at 9 p.m. It's causing you to like fucking you and your partner are supposed to be out at dinner, but you're applying to a client. That's your mind using you. You're not using your mind at that point. Your mind's using you. So your mind is a tool. Use it. And when you're done using it, lay it to rest. Make sense? Yeah, definitely. I had a date last weekend and you went to the toilet and I actually closed someone while he was. I know. And dude, I get it. I get it. And I've, I've done that too. And the hard part about that is when we do that, we actually get like rewarded. But if our partner comes back from their fucking from the washroom and we're literally like, I literally hate that. I hate it. If I like leave the room for like a second and I come back and Kirsten's on her phone, I'm like, babe, what the fuck? And she does the same for me. She's like, as soon as I leave the room, you go to your fucking phone. Were you like thinking about your phone the whole time? Do you not want to spend time with me? So like practice the discipline, like that extra client isn't worth a fight with your partner. You feel me? And that fucking client will be there. They'll be there the next day. They'll be there. So practice laying your mind to rest. Last thing I'll say, do you do any like meditation at all? Yes. So I wake up very early to meditate affirmations and read. And I also read and do the same stuff at night. Right. All the stuff I have a full on routine for night and morning. But it's mostly like when I'm around people, I still keep thinking about my business because I just started. So I have a lot of things to do. Yeah. So I want to do everything at once, but obviously you can't. But my mind is still always like running around <laughs> all the time. Here's the good news. It will never stop running. That's the truth. It will never stop running. And so the sooner that you understand that and you're like, the to-do list will never end. All of you. It will never end. Ever. Because as soon as you're done your list, you're gonna be like, oh, and that. And that. Oh, and that. I got to do that too. I should do that. Should get back to that client. Oh, I forgot to get that client. It never fucking ends. When the work is done, practice laying your mind to rest. That's, that's your intention. It's fucking, the work is done. That's fucking, whew, no more. Will do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good shit. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Dev, is this the first time we've ever talked on a fucking podcast, bro? Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up, dog? How you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. How you liking the 10K Mastermind so far? Life-changing. I like to hear that. Life-changing for sure. I like that. Oh, okay. brother. So my question is that I feel like I'm kind of slowing down a little bit, right? Yep. So I had the highest months, but coming to this month, Okay, so the one practice which I did before once I didn't have the clients, I was checking up with the, each one of them, like having a conversation with them to check up on if they're doing all right, like every day, day by day, right? So mm -hmm. once I had the five clients, it was totally easy. But right now it might sound crazy, but I have like 20 clients, but it's not that still busy. But I'm, I have a DM conversation with clients each day, one, mm -hmm. and like totally DM outreach, network expansion, and mm -hmm. afterwards everything. Like right now with having that 20 clients, I feel like, I'm kind of tapping up with my time. I also have like other jobs which I'm supposed to do. The before the work which I did, like okay, 50 DMs, like going crazy on DMs, just network expanding. That got me here. So I was just thinking if I kind of slow down right now, what would happen in the future? I'm kind of a little worried about that. So great question. Everybody write this in the comments. What got you here won't get you there. What got you here won't get you there. And so what got you here was you were messaging clients all day, every day, nonstop, correct? Before once I had a few clients, yeah. Can't do that anymore. You can't. There's no way. You can't do that if you want to scale. It's like, it will be impossible. So Dan Martell said something to me, and I think it's highly relevant for you guys as well. He said, in order for your business to double, your systems need to break at least twice. Yeah. Which means that what you're doing right now, if you want to double your business, your systems are going to break at least twice. So here's what I mean by that. When we first had the Academy, bro, like my first five clients that I worked with for PT Domination, I was in their fucking DMs. I was on video calls with them. I was doing all the shit. 
But then as more trainers started to come in, like it was the same thing. I was like, I literally can't fucking handle this. Like, I'm like, this is too much for me. I had to scale back how I spent my time and be more intentional with where I was spending it. Here's what I'll say for you, Dev, is I think you need to have 30 minute time block in the morning where you do client work and a 30 minute time block in the evening. And that's it. You're not in DM conversations all day, every day with your clients. You can't be. Okay. Right? But the thing is that like, sorry to break you though. Yeah. Once they, okay, in the 10K estimate, they said, like, give the feedback form for the clients, right? To see, like, how the program is, what they like about it. Yeah. Every one of them, the part they like is program delivery and the daily check-ins, daily accountability. So I was thinking, like, how can I slow it down without making it crazy? And you, it's the problem. You can still do the daily accountability. You're going to do it for 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. The difference is you're not going to be, like, a slave to the DMs. You're not going to be messaging them back as soon as they message you. They don't need a message back. Okay, 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 okay. Right? Sounds good. So it's like the 30 minutes, you're like spending time. In that 30-minute time block, you're as intentional as you can possibly be with everybody that's messaging you back. At the end of that 30-minute time block, that's it. That's the end of that. Then we're moving on to the next task. You have to be that diligent with your time if you're an entrepreneur because things will just start to bleed into each other. And then you'll be messaging your clients all morning. And then before you realize it, it's like 1 p.m. and you haven't posted or sent out any messages for Legion. And then you're like, fuck. Then you got to send out messages for Legion, but you're behind on that because you didn't send out messages in the morning for Legion. You're not going to book any calls for the day because if you would have sent them in the morning, you could have booked the call by the evening and now you're behind on the day. And you stack that by like five days and now you only book one call instead of five calls. Times that by four weeks. And now we're like, fuck, this month and isn't nearly as good as it was last month. And this all can be solved by solving your daily habits. Does that make sense? Mm. 30 minutes in the morning, then it's done. On to the next thing for Legion. Time. Done. Okay. Then the next thing, like we have to be that intentional with your time. Everybody writes in the comments, the more money that you make, the more intentional you have to be with your time, especially if you want to scale. If you want to stay at eight to $10,000 a month and you just want to chill there and that's it, keep doing what you're doing. But I know for a fact, that's not what you want because me and you had a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I know you want to scale. I know you want to make more money and transform more people's lives. So you need to be more intentional with your time because those 20 clients don't need a message back from you every fucking second that you message them. They don't. They will still be there and they'll still be grateful when you message them back. Especially if you're super intentional, you're sending them voice notes and shit, videos, like you can still give the same level of service without giving them all of your day every day. Make sense? Cool. Sounds good. Okay, brother. We'll see you soon. All right. See you soon. Fucking go, dog. Shada, what's up? Hey, Brian. How are you? Doing fucking amazing. How are you? I'm good. This time without the crying. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you my win. I had two clients sign up last week. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my question is coming for the new year. So it's like, I've got three clients that dropped out just um, a month ago and they all keep looking at my stories and are like, we want to sign up again, but we have no finances. I want to sign up on 1st of Jan. So how should I approach this? Like they want to sign up, but yeah, it's just kind of awkward. So what would you do? That's a great question. So if they want to sign, they told you they want to sign up. Yeah, but they're like, we can't do it now because it's a New Year's and it's a Christmas time and blah, blah, blah. Like excuses. Yeah. I'd be like, I love that. I'd be like, I totally love that. And in January is good. I'll tell you what, why don't we set up a free 15 minute consult? We'll talk about what you've been doing in the holidays. We'll give you at least a game plan. And then we'll talk about what we're going to do in the New Year's. Is that fair question mark? What about if I get ghosted? Because I've tried it and I got ghosted. Send them a video. That's okay. weird. 100%. Guys, it takes fucking, how many of you guys bought the Academy after I messaged you probably like four or five or six fucking times? Raise your hand. Yep. Mel. Yep. That's right. Marcy, Sammy. If you give up the first time they say no, then you're not going to transform their life. You got to expect objections. If they didn't have objections, they'd already be in shape. You have to be so fucking convinced that your program is going to change their life that you absolutely refuse to let them off the hook, especially if they're watching your stories.
If they're watching your stories, that means they want your shit. So we just yeah. have to be like, I call it politely persistent. I'm politely God. persistent. Like I fucking love the shit out of you. So let's set up a quick 15 minute call. Talk about what you've been doing throughout the holidays. I'll give you a game plan. We'll talk about the new year and we'll see if I can help you out or not. I'm politely persistent. I'm not going to let you out the fucking hook. Uh -uh. My program's too fucking good to let you walk away. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to try that. So I'm really excited for the New Year's because I've got so many people say they want to sign up and blah, blah, blah. But I have been super lazy because it's my birthday and it was Christmas and everything. And I need to like really get on it. What do you I'm mean you're lazy? Now we're here. No, um, so the last conversation, you know, we had where obviously I broke down and then I came back to India to spend time with family and everything's going good now. So I yeah. got a bit comfortable with whatever was happening. Yeah. And then I just, um, yeah, like trying to get back into my morning routine and stuff. But it's just, I'm just comfortable, like, because my parents are providing for me right now. Mm -hmm. Although I have a few clients, I did sign up a few, but I just feel like I can do a lot more. But I don't know, maybe you can just give me some tough love. You don't need tough love. I feel like you could do a lot more too. And I think you know that you could do a lot more. And I feel like the reason you're not doing a lot more is because you have this like little fucking safety net behind you. You're like, it's okay if I fail. I don't need to fucking, I don't need to succeed. But you want to succeed. Otherwise, you wouldn't be on this fucking call. It's okay if I fail. My parents are going to take care of everything. Fuck that. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You meet your, the love of your life, your significant other. You look them in the eyeballs and you're like, just so you know, my parents are supporting me in everything I do and I am not able to provide for myself. That's the first date. How does that go? Yeah, it's going to be not good. Yeah. You know what the fuck you need to do. You don't need my permission. You know. So if I were to ask you, Shrada, what are the three things that you could do right now to improve the quality of your life and your business? What would they be? Uh, DMing people, adding people. How many? How many? I would say 20 to start with DMing. 20. What else? Just being consistent with my posting. What's your definition of consistent? Uh, once a day, every day. Once a day, every day. Okay. And number three? I would say just checking on my clients and really, again, like over delivering. What's your definition of checking on your clients? How consistently? I message them every day. Okay. Yeah. That's a shitty answer because you're already doing that. Give me something else that you can do to improve your quality of your business. Adding more people. How many? I would say 30. I could do 30. How many? How often? Every day. Okay. So there's 17 people on this podcast. There's 32 people watching this live stream. There's 5,000 people that are going to download this episode. So you are now held accountable to these people. I want you to make a post in the group talking about how you're going to do that every single day for the next 30 days. And we're going to track it. We're going to track it. Lauren, Lauren's my executive assistant. Can you please send a message to the coaches chat with Strata uh, Wadhair's name and say that we're tracking her. And we're we're going to make sure that she's accountable for the next 30 days to what was it? Well, you said sending 20 DMs a day, posting every day for 30 days and adding 30 friends a day. Send a message yes. to the coaches chat, Lauren, please. Thank you. I brought my executive assistant to this meeting. I'm not fucking around. Okay. Posting the Academy. Tell us what you're going to do for the next 30 days. Okay. I'll do that right away. Thank it's 1230 in the morning. I mean, at night, but I will do it right now. Good. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Simone says, I follow you, Shada. What's your Instagram <laughs> handle, Shada? I'll just put it down here. Put it in the chat. We're fucking watching you. Yep. Marcy followed. <laughs> I love that. Za, what's up? Okay. How are you? Good. Don't crash and die, please. Look, I'm like a super good driver. I have my CDL, so, you know, we're all straight. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> I uh, just wanted to say I got so much value. I didn't realize how many people didn't have their hand raised. That's why I raised it last minute, but I got so much value. And I also wanted to add that I'm going to be a coach at the academy, and I'm going to help people with mindset issues around, like, that have everything already. Like, it's <laughs> the amount of people who have that, like, security blanket that have work ethic, but that security would tear you up. 
Like, and I feel like that's what I'm going through right now. And I feel like that's the reason why. So I just wanted to add that. But I was listening to your YouTube channel. That's why I haven't been on the coaching calls because the realism in your YouTube channels have been saving me. So I don't have a systems issue. I don't have a, I don't have any issues at all. All the issues I'm dealing with are personal and growth. And that's why I told you I was grateful for that like a few weeks ago. So I made that $5,000 in November. Like I said that I would because I, that's how I am. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But when I say it almost killed me, and I'm like, how did $5,000 almost kill me? And it almost killed me. I had chronic headaches across the front of my head for 11 hours straight to the point where I just remember I was just crying. It felt like somebody was like carving my death date in my head. That's how bad the headaches were. My eyes, I have an eye condition. I couldn't see like, so my eye, my vision went blurry and I didn't realize that I was stressed. So it wasn't like the amount of work I was doing. It was the stress I was putting on myself to make sure that everything that I said I was going to do, I was going to do it. And so I was like, you know what? I sat back and I was like, you know what? God is telling me that you clearly aren't ready for what you're asking for. So just get ready. Just take the time to actually become the person who deserves it. Because I like I come from money. Like my family is very well off. I'm never like I've only been broke <laughs> when I started to like depend on myself. And that's been eating me up. I'm like, when you think you somebody and you realize you just been piggybacking off of somebody else, they ain't worth nothing. So that's been my ego has been shook from that. So I'm like, you know what? I want to be valid off of my own name. But I was talking to Nina and she helped me understand that this was my ego talking, not my work ethic, not my why. It was all ego. So when I realized that I slowed down, but my ego still was like, no, we're going to get this money regardless. <laughs> like, so I ended up almost dying. <laughs> and so that was like actual reality check that I needed to slow down. So I've kind of been like, you know, I took this Christmas to like really be intentional, like take time with my family, like enjoy the people around me. Um, I haven't been consuming too much internet. I've only told myself like it has to be either your podcast, podcast, or like something that makes me laugh. So I've been loving your YouTubes. I just wanted to get like I listened to your masterclass. So I'm going to start implementing like, you know, getting all those testimonials and all of my proof posts to get back going. But I just wanted to let you know that I was grateful that you really can't you really can't get what you don't deserve. I don't care how you're working. And just to kind of like be grateful for the, like you said, the clients that I do have. I want to overserve the 10 clients I do have. And, and I'm going to get more from what I'm doing with them instead of trying to like make sure I get in the 10K mastermind, million dollar mastermind. That will break you. But when I started to think about the fact that I want to over deliver and serve and I want to be a better person and I want to be the person that rises to the occasion and gets it done. That's been making me feel calm. The anxiety has gone. And I like that feeling. And whenever I get there, I'm going to get there. That's it. Can I share something with you? Absolutely, please. I need something. I love that. Well, first of all, thank you for loving up on my YouTube. I've been working my ass off on that, so I appreciate that. Fuck, thank you very much. If you're not following me on YouTube, do it, Brian Mark. That's number one. Number two is that journey. So there is a few things that I want to say, and I want to organize my thoughts. I want to talk about breakdowns. I want to talk about personal development. We'll just talk there, and my brain might go somewhere else. The breakdown comes right before the breakthrough. And I also want to change your language. You didn't almost die because almost dying would be like getting hit by a semi-truck, ending up in the hospital and having two of your limbs ripped off. So you were very stressed. I'll give you that. But almost dying is getting fucking blown up. And like, that's almost dying. You were very stressed. So we're just going to change the language from ultra dramatic to dramatic. Just want to fucking say that. I will say, though, that 
I've experienced multiple months where I did the same thing, where I was like pushing so fucking hard for a record month. And if you follow my YouTube, you might've known about this, how like November could have mm -hmm. been a dark month for me. But then I was like, near the end of the month, I had something happen with my health. And I yeah. realized that I wasn't willing to sacrifice my health in order to make more money. So I slowed down and I didn't go for a million dollar month. I literally just was like, you know what? It's going to happen when it's going to happen. And I'm not going to fucking focus on the money. I'm just literally going to focus on like being grateful as fuck for the fact that I'm even here. And that felt really fucking good. Mm -hmm. I will say that for those of you guys, because I know that there might be some people that are listening to this podcast that want to push their income to higher levels. Like if you want to force a fucking evolution, you can't. Look at David Goggins. David Goggins is a perfect example of forcing an evolution. Like he forces himself to do fucking half marathons. David Goggins also talks about the fact that like there was one of the runs that he did where he was literally like his fucking, his like, he had like, he was like pissing black and like his like kidneys. Mm -hmm. were like that is what will happen if you force an evolution. It is very possible. And you can do that in your online coaching business too. Like if right now you're making 3K a month, if you want to make 10K a month and you're making 3K a month, you can force that to happen this month if you wanted to. But again, you will likely get headaches. So likely pushing those 14, 16, 18 hour days. I think it's a much more productive and beneficial strategy long-term to become the person that's capable of making that fucking money. Yeah. And the last thing I want to share with you is I'm on the same journey as you right now, Zah. Like I'm like, I'm much more interested in becoming a man of value rather than like making more money. Like I'm much more interested in being known as a guy that always shows up rather than being known as the guy that makes a lot of money. I'm much more interested in being a man that like over delivers and serves and is a man of character and integrity rather mm -hmm. than being a person that's known for making more money. Because I know that like those internal character traits and how I show up on a day-to-day -day basis, those character traits, plus the long-term vision of knowing where I want to go and the faith that it's going to happen is like, that's where the magic is. So yeah. I just want to assure you that you're on the right path. Cause I literally on the exact same journey as you right now. And I've like made that same shift internally. Like it was like a couple months ago where I just made a decision. I'm like, I want to be the person. I don't want to make the money. I want to be the person. Obviously, yeah. like we all love making money, but I like, I want to be the person first and then make the money. Last thing I'm just going to say, I think this is important is it's really cool for you to realize that you're like, you said you come from money, right? And your family mm -hmm. comes from money. And then it's almost like you realize that as soon as you cut yourself off from that, that you were starting again from scratch. That's such a beautiful fucking feeling. Yeah. As one of my favorite quotes in the world, and I feel like you have unlimited potential, is from Fight Club. And I, this is the quote that resonated with me when I was an addict and that helped me get through my addiction is it's once you've lost everything, you're free to do anything. Mm -hmm. Once you've lost everything, you're free to do anything. You're starting from a blank slate, baby. Yeah. Unlimited potential. And there's no safety net. It's like, there's like, which means that there's a fucking growth ceiling that's fucking unlimited. So. You're on the right path. You're doing the right things. And I just wanted to affirm and let, let you know that I see you. Thank you. I appreciate your kindness. Honestly, I do. And if you want to be a coach in the academy, then I would start getting in close ears because he makes those decisions, not me. I will. It's going to be it's gonna be obvious soon. Watch. I'm not right. sure of it. All right. Bet. He's a tough cookie to crack, but we'll see. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for coming to Podchats. I fucking love you guys. If you got value from today and you're listening to the podcast, if you want to work with me, DM me more clients on Instagram. And if you're my client, I fucking love you guys. Have the best day ever. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.